Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. I'm so happy to have another badass female comedian in the podcast studio today. And listen, she's great. She's on the rise. I don't even need to like get into it, except you need to be following Allie Colbert, although I tell her she needs to change it to Colbert, you know, because I love anytime we can have a nepotism situation, even though she's not related to Stephen Colbert. She is also on Dear Media, my podcast network, and you can find her at the Allie Colbert show. But Allie Colbert is uh, the only way I'm going to call her is an incredible female comedian. She's a power lesbian. She's doing the most. She's an up and comer in the comedy world. Let's be honest. She's not an up and comer. She's fucking crushing it. I'm just trying to humble myself before I have her in the studio. Without further ado, let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast studio, Allie. All right. Allie and I are catching up. So tell everybody you're from Connecticut. Now you moved to LA. We were literally just chit-chatting about how you said you want to move into the sun, but I say LA is actually the dark side. Yeah. It's a dark art. It's the dark side of a lot of things. Like it's just a really fucked up town. How long have you been here? I've been here for a little over a year now. It was going back and forth before, but yeah, being here, it's like, it's eerie. The people are dark. They have like nothing inside. You kind of shake them up and down. There's nothing going on. Exactly. I always said that like I lived in New York for years and, and I'm married to a New Yorker. New Yorkers are a little tough to get to know. But then once you're in, they fucking will like, they'll take a bullet for you. It's very mob. Every single person in the city has a mob tie and that's how they treat you. Yeah. But it's like kind of nice. You it know is what I mean? nice. Ride or die. They're Ride or there die. for you. It's solid. No one's going to fucking backstab you unless they warn you about it before. Right. Exactly. It's kind of like the Illuminati. They let you know what they're going to do. It's like right in front of you before they do it. Yeah. Right. yeah. I right. like that. Yeah. So, you know, what's nice. Obviously, we're on the same network. Yeah. I get emails all the fucking time put this person on your podcast, do this. I'm like, no, no, no. I literally said, I will talk to bad bitches. I will talk to comedians, but I'm not doing this bullshit. I'm swap. so honored. I mean, but you're funny. Thank you're you. You're really fucking funny. And it's nice to see other female comedians on Dear Media now. Like we need more people who are like, I can't talk to a fucking health guru anymore. I'm, I'm so over it. I'm so over it. Because I'm still unwell. I don't know where you're at physically and mentally. <laughs> no, I'm not good. I'm not good. <laughs> Like, you need to be able to talk shit. And yeah. that's what I find with some of these people in L.A. Yeah. It's like, if we can't talk shit, there's no friendship there. There is no friendship. I hate nothing more than everybody who's trying to fix your problems, but they're so fucking broken inside. I am very straightforward with my issues. Yeah. But I'm not trying to fix them. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, there's like people that are like running, like, I'm going to do a retreat in Costa Rica. I'm like, your marriage is falling apart. Yeah, Exactly. You cheated on your wife, you know, with your massage therapist. Yeah, I'm not signing up. Mike, for we your don't course. trust you. <laughs> yeah. You're just a fucking skeezer. Yeah, you're completely unstable. It has nothing mm -hmm. to do with the moon. I swear to God. Okay, I have this thing. If I go into a meeting, if I, you know, go to lunch with somebody, there's two things that I automatically know that the business is off the table. If they talk about crystals, mm -hmm. I don't even care about the astrology. All right, I'm a Pisces. I play into that role. It's fine. Yeah, fine. Or if they say, like, if we're at a restaurant and, you know, they're like, oh, does anybody want to see the dessert menu? And then you say, no, I don't even want to look at it. If you don't even want to glance at a dessert menu, you're fucking out. Deals off the table. If you don't want to look at a dessert menu, who yeah. the fuck hurt you? Who hurt you? Your stepdad. We know that. Yeah. We know that. I mean, to not even look, 
That's sick. That's psychotic. Go seek treatment. If you can't yeah. fucking look at a dessert menu, you're We're gonna done. you're gonna pretend that you don't have a, a human instinct to check out the fucking hot a lava sweet, cake. The sweet treats. Yeah, what is you that? You don't want to know if the key lime tart is the perfect ratio of graham cracker crust to key lime tart. That's criminal. That's insane. Lock her away. And this is why we do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, Ali, yeah. how'd you get into Stand up. Like, what is your background in all of this? So, stand up. I always wanted to do stand up. I know it's like, it's just weird when people are born and they're like, oh, I want to do this. I loved stand up comedy right. when I was younger. I loved that I could watch something and I would just laugh. Right. I was like, this is amazing. If I could watch anything, I would watch stand up. I just right. want to crack up. Yeah. So, I was like, I want to start doing stand up. And then when I went to school in New York City, I was like, I'm going to start doing stand up. I'm going to be in New York. I'm going to try right. it. So, I just started doing it my freshman year of college. Okay, and were you at NYU? I was at NYU. Were you doing Tish? What were you doing? I was doing Tish. I was in the film school. I didn't really know what I was doing. Right. I, I just wanted to tell jokes. I wanted to be around people that were like going to be in the industry. Yeah. Like I don't fucking make films now. <laughs> like I'm not on set anywhere. Right, I don't right. like being on set. I'm not trying to like write. A, I just want to be around people that are funny and making things. And yeah. that's it. Well, I think too, like, so you're a little bit younger than me, but you know, I came up in the time, like when I graduated college, I knew I wanted to do stand up, and I really kind of wanted to do more SNL, like sketch and improv. Like I love to put on a fucking wig and, and get weird with it. Yeah. So I was doing like UCB. Did you ever do UCB? Or UCB, you Improv 101. I yeah. did that once, but then I was like, no, I like stand up. I don't want to okay. rely on a fucking group of like yeah. ridiculous people to zip zap zop me. Yeah. I'm out of here. But I still love a zip zap zop <laughs> warm up. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically like, you know, you got to do a lot of improv warm-ups. It's just, I can't even describe Zip Zaps off, except it's the lowest moment of your life that week. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't describe it, but I can't wait to hear how you try to describe yeah, it. I, it's just like a, a sad vocal and physical warm-up that a bunch of sad people do in a room before yeah. they start making up shit. Right. That is not going to be great. Right. You know, improv is... You're supposed to say yes and an improv, but a lot of times I would just go, no, stop. Right. You know, I, I have I have a hard time yes ending myself. <laughs> How am I going to do this with a team? Exactly. Exactly. So what was your first like, you know, getting your toes wet in the stand up world? I took a class. I took a class yep. at Caroline's. Ooh, Caroline's on Broadway. <laughs> Caroline's on Broadway. I took a class there and then I started doing bringers. Yeah. Which I'm sure your crowd knows what bringers are. My audience absolutely does not know what bringers Perfect. are. Perfect. Yeah. Basically, you have to convince your friends to come see you in order to get stage time. Yes. And then essentially... <laughs> <laughs> and you lose your friends. You lose your friends. You're buying your friends. Yeah, you're, you're like, buying I, your friends. I, listen, I'll give you all 15 bucks if you just please come to my show. So exactly. I fill a couple seats, you buy two drinks, and then everyone's happy. Yeah. You yeah. you have to kind of rob everyone closest to you yep. in order to be a bad comedian in front of them. Horrible. And they're like, this is terrible. You should never pursue this as a career. And you're like, just wait, I'm getting better. And yeah. then by the time you get good, they're mm. so burnt out. They hate you. From your shows yep. that you actually have lost your entire community. Yeah. And then you're kind of alone. And then you sell yourself out and start doing like flat tummy tea commercials. And then you get a new audience. Right. People were like, I thought she was an influencer. And you're like, no, I'm actually a stand-up. But, you know, I sold my soul to the devil to pay my rent. That's the path. That's the path. That's <laughs> essentially what Hollywood and entertainment is. Lose your friends, give hand yeah. jobs, sell fit tea, and then here we are. And you die. have a podcast at Dear Media. I do, do, do a podcast at Dear Media and then die. And then die. Okay. I said the other night I was going out on stage and I literally had this epiphany. And obviously, you know, you've done stand-up all over. But I was literally having one of those moments where I'm in a spot where I love what I do. I love my material now. I love touring. But I literally turned to my friend Christy and I go, I realized that doing stand-up is literally getting on stage and fighting for your fucking life. Yeah. Is that too dramatic? Did I really, you know, romanticize that? It's not even romantic. I just, I literally was like, this is fighting for my fucking life. Yeah. Even the nights that it goes fucking great. I'm like, this seems like a pretty psychotic thing. Yeah. To decide to get up on stage in front of a bunch of random people and try and make them laugh. Yeah. Right? What do you think? I mean, it's like, is tooth and nail a phrase? Like, you're tooth and nailing your yeah. worth? That, yeah. that could be a phrase. Yeah, you are. Yeah. That makes total sense. And me. like, it's like, stand-ups have this thing where like, we want people to like, like us so bad. And uh -huh. just like, going into a room and having these people validate, like, yeah, you're fucking funny. Yeah. A room full of people, I can make you all laugh when I say. Right. That's energy so powerful. It is. You know? And also so sad at the same time. And so sad. Like, I've always been a, I almost think overly confident person. That's why I'm in comedy. It's not because I'm sad. It's because I'm like, let's go for it. And then I make an asshole of myself. But that's, <laughs> You're delusional. Yeah, I'm completely delusional. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Now, are there any things like coming up in your career? Because you just did The Tonight Show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How was that experience? It was great. Insane. I'm, did you I'm, shit yourself beforehand? Shit myself? Yeah, like how nervous were you? I was pretty nervous. I did The Tonight Show for the first time when I was like 23. Oh, great. And I was really fucking nervous then. Yeah. And like I wasn't really even that confident in my material at that point in time. And right. it was like the first time I was like on TV. Like that was really scary. I was like out of body experience. Right. This time I had done it enough that I was still nervous. But I was like, I knew that like even if I was doing it The Tonight Show, I could play like in the room at yeah. the studio. Yeah. I'm not thinking about the people at home. Like if right. I'm having fun with the crowd, that's all I care about. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how I was this time. But that, it was really fun this time. If you've been coming to my live shows, you know, I talk about the infertility journey I was on in a very humorous way. But one thing I always encourage, even in the middle of a joke, is to check your fertility. If you're a young woman and you even thought about maybe kids in your future, the time is now. Please heed my warning. Check your fertility before it's too late. Go to modernfertility.com and they have an amazing at-home kit where basically they send you a kit, you prick your finger, and then they have their trusty advisors look over your fertility. There's so much you can learn from a simple blood test that is at the convenience of your own home. When I did modern fertility, I was able to find out that, hey, whoa, red alert, red flag, we need to get on this egg freezing immediately if I wanted to have a chance at having a baby. Everybody has their own personal journey, but I, I was sure shocked to find out I really truly owe a lot to modern fertility for helping me check my fertility. Here's how it works. Okay. You can get an insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, which is basically how many eggs you have compared to other women your age and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what hormones mean, and they can also talk one-on-one -on -one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over a thousand dollars, but modern fertility gets you the same info at 159 a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely, you can get $20 off your test. Right now, like I said, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off their test. We go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. That means your test will cost $139 instead of hundreds or even thousands of dollars it could cost at the doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash absolutely. For those of y'all who don't know, like back in the day, this was the only way. Before there was social media, before there was anything. Like, yeah. I mean, we're all now, you know aggressively putting ourselves out there and whoring ourselves out on the internet with content. But that was it. You used to do shows and then you'd wait for somebody from The Tonight Show to call you or another platform like that. And then you'd get your, you know, three and a half minutes. Yeah. Like how long were you, did they give you? Five minutes. Five minutes. So you're doing four minutes laughs. Yeah. And then if you got asked to come over to the couch. Yeah. And get to chit chat with whoever the host is, that's it. That's your it. Yeah. Do you know what I think has replaced that since? What? Podcasts. Oh, for sure. Podcast. I mean, that's why I'm like, <laughs> they were like, and you're ready to do Heather on yours. I'm like, no, I need to fucking prepare for that. <laughs> you no, don't. No, but there is but, nothing professional but about my operation. But it seriously yeah. is like, it is the equivalent when you go on Rogan, when you yeah. go on a big fucking podcast, yeah. that's a stamp. People yeah. are like, who is that? Yeah, I will say there's been a lot of people now who've opened doors for me where I can't believe like they're, you know, inviting me in and I'm just like, this is fucking wild. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're so right. That is the new equivalent. <laughs> Fucking podcasting. What are we doing? I've had a real existential crisis. I'm sorry. I came in here today super hot. We're both on our period. You know what I mean? We're both bleeding. We're, We're both, both sweating. Bleeding. We're sweating. You know, <laughs> my blood sugar has been dangerously low, even though I just had lunch. I'm about to pass out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel <laughs> unwell. I know that I'm at, like passing ovarian cysts this week. Like I can feel it. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at emotionally, mentally. Now, yeah. Now, you made the move. You were doing comedy in New York for, what, 10 years now? 10 years. And now, what made you come out to L.A.? I booked a TV show. Hell yeah. I was like, my dream. And it was a, you know, it was a weird TV show. It was on True TV. It's a clip show. We, like, watch clips and we, like, laugh at them. I love it. Janky. It's yeah. like what you would watch, like, in the basement stoned in Florida if you still live with your mom. or Something like that. No yeah, shame. Yeah. No shame to that. But that's kind of, like, the cultural vibe for the show. Yeah. And we did it. It went to series. We didn't get another season. And then I met my girlfriend out here. I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. I'm going to become a movie star and yeah. I'm going to be in love with this woman. And that's where I am. I love that. So now I stayed. You. I was like fatigued from the New York standup. I'm like, I want to write. I want to be yeah. podcasting. I want to audition for shows. Yeah. So I'm trying it. Yeah. Do you want to kill yourself after self-tapes? Yeah. I absolutely 
And for those of you who don't know what a self-tape is, it's just an audition that you do in your home alone. And another reason why your entire family and friends hate you is because they have to read lines with you. It's the and worst. They both, you both know going into it, you're not going to book the role. Right. Like I had probably four auditions last week. This is not to brag. Like I'm getting a lot of jobs. <laughs> I'm not going to book a single one of them. <laughs> but my agents are just throwing anything at the wall to see what sticks. Right. And Jeff is like, babe, I don't know how to tell you this. It's, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? He's like, these aren't for you. You did not book this. We wasted six and a half hours. I don't think anyone's ever going to see myself tapes either. I don't know if people see them, but you're lucky you're reading with a dude because what happens when you read with the girls and she starts fucking acting more yeah. than I'm acting. Yeah. I'm like, you're not auditioning for this. She's like, well, if they can hear my voice through the other side, now I'm making her sound like Jeff. No, yeah, if they yeah. can hear my voice through the other fucking side, Sorry, maybe I'll get the fucking role. I'm yeah. like, no, you're not getting the role. You're yeah. a yoga teacher. You're not acting now. Now she's got Hollywood dreams. Now the two of us are two lesbians that have dreams. It's, it's a bad place to be. And one must die. And one must yeah. die. So what's it like being a power lesbian? It's good. You know, yeah. I like being a lesbian. Yeah. Particularly because I like women. So it works for me. That's great. Lesbians have a bad rap. Yeah. You they, know, you know they do. And I'm glad you came here today so we could discuss this. Lesbians do have a bad rap. What if you're like, well, I'm a lesbian, but I don't like chicks. Like, yeah. <laughs> like an anti-feminist lesbian. That'd be great. Look, oh, I love that. Lesbian, like even yeah. the word lesbian. It's like, you know yeah. that word sucks. If you call someone a les <laughs> if you call someone a lesbian, that's not a fucking compliment. Yeah. What does it bring to mind? A wrench and a smelly pussy? Like, I'm yeah. not happy about this you. reputation. I've never been with a woman, but I spent a lot of my youth dressed like a power lesbian. <laughs> and I identified hardcore as a power lesbian. Like I used to tell my parents, I was like, like I'm eight years old. I'd wear duckhead shorts, uh, golf <laughs> shirts, hand-me-downs for my dad, a loafer. I fucking loved a loafer. Oh, shit. But I also was like a heavy kid and had a wide foot. So, you know. That, <laughs> a you wide know, foot. A good Cole Haan loafer like set me up for success. And I would always tell my dad, I was like, I'm going to get into real estate. My dad was like, fuck yeah, you are. <laughs> like, my mom was like, for sure, we thought you were gay. You know? I'm going to get into real estate. I, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, kick ass and take names. That's amazing. And now I have clip and hair extensions. So I don't know where we went. Yeah. But we definitely went the other way. Yeah, you know? I've been I've been watching Queer Eye and I always yeah. like laugh to myself that like five gay men make your life fabulous. Five yeah. lesbians, we'd all just be like, we'll work on the garage, I guess. <laughs> we all do the house. None of us can do a makeover. None of us can cook. <laughs> We just work on the car. Yeah, it's like, that's going to be a banging garage. <laughs> but the rest of it is just it's, one thing. It's so upsetting. Yeah, why don't they have an equivalent of that show, though, for, for women? Because we couldn't transform anyone's lives as five lesbians. What could we do? We can all work on your radiator. And then it's just five women arguing and crying in the, in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Michelle looked at me fucking weird. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's not my problem, Michelle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to be out back smoking a cigarette. Oh, God. I love I love a lesbian with a cigarette. Mm -hmm. Just there's nothing better. There's with an undercut and a cigarette. Let just telling you. you how it is. Yeah. 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 Now, in the lesbian world, what would I identify as? Lipstick? Yeah, I guess you'd be lipstick. I don't know. because I. What know, are the terms? They're, I don't know what the terms are. You're, you're the I, gay one. I know, but I never got like a <laughs> manual or anything. Like, I just figured it out on my own. I was like yeah. a closeted kid in Connecticut, came out, met this girl. My girlfriend never dated a woman before me. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're just like the blind leaving the blind over just here. Just scissoring in the just kitchen like, figuring it out. Just like, who knows what a clit is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're fucking lost. Yeah. I mean, what? there's lipstick lesbian. That's when you're feminine. Yeah. There's dyke. That's yeah. when you're a dyke. Yeah. There's butch. That's when you're butch. Right. There, What's the I, difference between dyke and butch, though? I don't know. Maybe Dyke has an attitude. Oh, hey, hey, you heard it here first. <laughs> there's, there's a soft butch. Okay. And I don't know what that is. like cargo shorts, but like, you know. But like chapstick. But yeah, but chapstick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even these types suck. Like gay men have great types. Yeah, you got a twink. You got an otter. You got I know. a baby seal. You got a bear. Yeah, ours are just like nice and fat, mean and fat, funny yeah. and fat. Yeah, yeah. Why? It sucks. I don't know. Hey, listen, I have said this since day one. You know, we already have to fight for our rights. And now on this, we have to fight for labels too. It's some bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. Such bullshit. That's you a know good what? point. I'm fucking tired. I'm on my period and I'm tired. You never hooked up with a girl? Never hooked up with a girl. Wow, never even during drunk anything? No. Never even, you never even wanted to? No, I think I kissed a girl like like a dare or something. Like never, but not a, nothing in like a real sexual way. Wow, good for you. And I think if I was, you know, if, if, if I had that inclination to, and I was attracted to women, I think I would, I crush. I do think. Yeah, you crush. If my husband, God forbid, something happens to him, I would say I probably wouldn't go back to men. I, I yeah, wow. I would think I would at least try dating a woman, and it's not because, again, I don't think I have that sexual. You're like, I'm not into women, but if my husband dies, I would probably, probably marry a woman. Yeah, marry because one. I'm not. I'm not putting up with another man. Do you oh. know what I mean? Oh God. Like yeah. I have him tame, trained, 
it's a good workflow balance, but I'm not going to do that again. Right. Did it take a long time to get there? No, he was a pretty easy, you know, I could, <laughs> I could get him into shape pretty quick, but he's a great guy. Like I found a good one and I'm yeah. I know that I found a good one. Yeah. But after that, I'd probably just find a nice, nice, sweet woman, yeah. older, you know, maybe like a Sarah Paulson, Holland Taylor situation. And oh, just yeah. Relax yeah. And be taken care of. Absolutely. And eat casseroles and chill. Yeah. I would like a nice older woman. Just yeah. like have the food ready. Yeah. You're available to me emotionally and otherwise. And that's it. Yeah. A soft hug at night. You know, <laughs> maybe we sun, somebody to help with sunless tanner. But I don't necessarily want to like, you know, have sex with you. Maybe that would change. Yeah. You know, is that OK to say that I just am not I'm not attracted to women? It's like OK that. to say. That's OK. I think that's I'm okay. a heterosexual with shame. <laughs> Is that okay to say? No, literally. You're going to get canceled for being straight? Yeah, for literally being straight. She's fucking straight. You she, heard her. She's straight. She's not non-binary. I'm literally- How just, dare you? I'm a How straight gal. How dare you, Che Diaz? I know. Like, who's your celebrity crush? Who's my celebrity crush? Your uh, whole pass. Like, I like um, Sophia Bush. Oh, yeah. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. I like that voice. She sounds like she just ate a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, I just want to I'm like, oh, Sophia. She's on like Talk Chicago Fire. What is she on? Chicago MD? I don't know. Blue Blood something. Blue Blood something. Yeah. So, where's she Blue Bloods, lives? Blue Balls. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's somewhere giving someone like an, an shot or something. My celebrity crush yeah. is Jason Momoa. So to me, I wow. go so far to toxic masculinity and not toxic. I love him. He seems like actually a very tender, soft, kind man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like, that's what I want. They I wanna, just broke up. I know which is kind of exciting for I, me. I know. But also not. So I was flying from LA and I had to connect through Detroit and he was on my flight and I texted my husband. I go, this is it. Wow. Just go ahead. Go ahead and call the police on me and find <laughs> out where they're going to take me because I'm about, <laughs> I'm about to have a restraining order. Yeah. Oh, my, He's, he's yeah. so much of a man. That's what I'm talking that about. That he's almost like an animal. Like he's feral. Yeah, feral. Exactly. You know what he smells like? I just know what that dictates. Like... <laughs> But okay, I, uh, no disrespect to my husband. You know yeah. what I mean? But that's also why maybe I'd end up with like a real butch woman, you know? Yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't end up with another girly girl. It would be like somebody who's just like, maybe a, a woman who looks like Jason Momoa. <laughs> just a large Hawaiian chick. So the yeah. lunch lady I had in middle school. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah, Jason named Carla. Yeah. yeah, he looks like he was just raised in a cave by wolves. Yes, but like hot wolves. Yeah, he's just like sweaty and just uh -huh. rips apart animals with his teeth. <sighs> God, I'm on, I don't know why, but when I'm on my period, I'm a little horny. Me, so. I am so, I'm so mean, yeah. but then I'm so horny. Yeah. I'm like, you're a bitch. Fuck me. Yeah, exactly. It's not appealing. It's not appealing to anyone. Yeah. Definitely to your partner. They're always like, mm -hmm. just like, I'm good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Put it in me. That's a good growl. Oh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. He puts up with a lot. You know, if you've ever wanted to be an entrepreneur, a she boss, you know, run your shempire. Listen, you got to do with Squarespace. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence to run your business. Why let the bid dogs do it when you can do it too, honey? And all you got to do is go to squarespace.com. The cool thing is Squarespace is a one-stop shop. Anything you could ever think about needing or wanting to grow your online business Squarespace does it, okay? I mean, they have everything from e-commerce. They've got video blocks. They've got connected social media accounts. They can literally look at your traffic overview. They can tell you, like, how to run the damn site. They have social sharing. They have analytics. They have blogging tools. Whatever you're trying to do to accomplish and better yourself in your business, Squarespace literally can do it for you. It's a one-stop shop. I'm obsessed with them. And the great thing is about the analytics is say you want to see like who's coming to my site, what's going on, like what when am I getting, you know, the biggest hits during the day. I use Squarespace on my tour website. So I know, all right, we sell best at this time of day or we get the most hits after we do a certain type of announcement. It really makes um, streamlining your business and understanding how business works so much better. And it's just, it's all in one spot. And that is why I absolutely love Squarespace. So check out squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Why worry about how to do it when it can be done for you at squarespace.com. This is a no brainer. Again, it's squarespace.com slash absolutely. So, okay. So what are you doing? You're out here. You're auditioning. We're doing stand-up. How do you feel like the stand-up scene differs here as opposed to... This is my thought. 
Yeah. Stand up in LA is like a hobby. Mm-hmm. There's like stand up hobbyists. I hear you. Stand up in New York is a career. Yeah. The people that I see doing stand up in LA are like, it's like an arts and craft thing. It's yeah. like so much chiller, which is nice for your mental health. Yeah. But in New York, it's like, if you're not on seven shows a night, why don't you just get out of here? Right. And like here, it's more fun. It's more playful. And the yeah. audiences here are way nicer. My take. You said the same thing. Yeah. I just did a show at the Orpheum and they were fantastic. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of people, a lot of performers, not just stand-ups, but people doing really any kind of entertainment always say, eh, LA crowds, they try and seem like they're too cool. But, I had a fucking great time. Yeah. I feel like they're super nice. They're just, they're, New York's more like, prove it to me. Yeah. And they're like, arms are crossed. They're like in a bad mood. Yeah. They're like, get me out of my funk. I'm like, I can't help with your depression. I cannot help with your depression, your alcoholism. That's not on me. Right. Again, I said, I'm not fixing my problems. Yeah. So lay off me. I'm starving. Absolutely. <laughs> um. So now on this podcast, you know, again, I told you I do no professional prep. I don't do anything. But yeah. are there, you know, I guess it's called the Absolutely Not Podcast. We kind of like, it's a safe space to bitch and complain about things that you're like, absolutely fucking not. Yeah. Is there anything since you've been, since you moved to LA or anything that's happened to you recently where you're like, absolutely not? Anything you've observed in the world? Oh my God. I mean, absolutely not traffic. Absolutely not my girlfriend's ex. Absolutely not gluten-free. Oh. Absolutely not vegan. Absolutely yeah. not this whole fucking city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. So um, you got a bad, you have an, an ex situation? I just, my girlfriend is like really good friends with her ex. Oh, okay. And I don't get that. Yeah, I hear you. What do you think about that? I've never met any of Jeff's exes, which makes me think, Either he killed them or um, <laughs> or they don't exist. I don't know. No, there is this one girl, but I put her in her place very quickly. Oh. There was a one this one girl when we first started dating. She came up to me and she's like, you know, like I used to talk to Jeff. And I go, Well, you're not now, so walk away. <laughs> I literally told her that. Not anymore, honey. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm a I'm a tall woman, so I scared her. But um, so what do you do? Does the girl ex-girlfriend hang around? So it's a boy. Oh. Oh. I know. Oh, that's right. Because your girlfriend. My is, girlfriend's yeah. never dated girls before. So yeah. I feel a little bit threatened. Because you shouldn't though. I know I shouldn't. But it's just like, it's, it? it's just like, there's nothing to compete. If it's another woman, I can compete and I know right. I can win. Right. If it's a man, we're not playing the same game. I hear you. Okay. So yeah. that's kind of how I feel. Got you want to play softball? We can play softball. You want to go play soccer? I don't even play. Yeah, I, I hear you. That. I hear you. So I kind of feel just like, and I just don't get like, well, he's like a brother now. It's like, really? Because brothers don't finger their sisters. <laughs> but that's a weird thing where I'm just like, even if he's a nice guy, like, why are we talking all the time? Why are we calling, checking in? Like, what's yeah. that about? What is what is that about? I don't know. Like, why do you need him to be your friend? I don't think you need to be threatened, though. I think you're fine. You're with an older woman. I think you're solid. You can't worry about that. I mean, if I worried about every single woman that DM'd Jeff, and yeah. I, he shows it all to me. But I, say, I have a joke in my show. I say, like, if you've ever reached out to Jeff, I printed out your profile picture, and it's in my office downstairs like an episode of Homeland, and I will murder you one day in a TJ Maxx. Absolutely. I will stab a woman in the back of the neck named Madison. <laughs> and Madison. this is your warning now. You should have seen it coming. Don't yeah. DM my husband. Yeah. Unless you want to say your wife is the greatest person on the planet. Sometimes they go the other way, though, and they're like, if you fuck this up, we'll kill you. And then I'm like, I'm all for those. Right, you know? right. Keep him in line. Yeah. Keep him scared. Oh, yeah. That's fun. That's yeah. really fun. Do you like being married? I love being married. It's really a wild thing. You know, I really hate it. You know, like when I was apologizing for being straight earlier. Uh -huh. I really hate it when people who are not married love to put like a stigma on marriage where they're like, oh, everybody who's married is miserable. And they're not. I love my husband. He's a great guy. Yeah. He drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. And there are days where I'm like, I'm legally obligated to like deal with him while he's choking because he chokes a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I love him. Yeah. yeah. I like marriage. That's great. It's good. Yeah. I like the security idea of that. Just like feeling yeah. like, look, this person's like in it. Well, that's why you make a great lesbian, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> lesbians like to settle down. Another stigma that we I- We do. We But that checks out. You U-Haul. Right. We go on the first date and we say the moving truck's outside. Yeah. My couch and my entire wardrobe's in it. Where should I tell it to drop the stuff off? Exactly. Yeah, I like that too. I like going fast. Look, if we if this works, let's just... Yeah. Let's go. What are we waiting for? I don't know. We're, We're all going to die. Gonna, exactly. Probably tomorrow. We're still in a fucking pandemic. Right. No one knows what's going on. This thing keeps mutating. And I'm not a COVID like fear person. I'm like, I've had it. I'm boosted. What am I going to do? I'll wear a mask. I'll play by the rules. But I also got to go live, laugh, love. Yeah. <laughs> if I happen to fall into a rave one night, you know what I mean? The East Village. It is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? The CDC, what do you got to say about falling into a rave? What do you got to fall? Yeah. What do you got to say? I know. Yeah. I totally agree. I yeah. had the CDC show up at one of my stand-up shows last week. What do you mean? I didn't even know they were real people. Like- There was a person there with a badge that said CDC. That's not real. I you got bamboozled. No, there were the CDC was there. They were like checking on everyone. I was like, what are you doing here? Like, go work on here another in California? bad policy. Yeah. 
I got to be honest with you. We're in LA right now recording this for those of y'all who don't know. Some of the rules here in California are a little like, let's fucking pump the brakes. Yeah, they're like, don't go out unless you have a bat mitzvah. Then you can yeah, go out. Then you can go out. Stay in. If and it's you, a quinceanera, you yeah. got to wait two hours before you swim. I'm exactly. like, what is this? This is not a COVID rule. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Wow. They showed up. I know. Like, where was this? No, it was it was at Bar Lubitsch. Oh, Bar Lubitsch in West Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, which is also run by the Russian mafia. Oh, for yeah. For sure. Doesn't it look like that? Mm-hmm. No, it probably is. It's a Russian bar. No? Polish, maybe. Polish. Maybe Sorry, Russian. my bad. I don't know. Either way, the Jews hid there during World War II. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? It is what <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I agree. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm saying. I also, as a Gentile, have a lot of guilt to the Jews, and I did nothing. I support you. I'm technically a quarter Jewish. But yet again, I feel bad for everything. And everyone, as a white woman, as a heterosexual, you know, white Gentile woman, I'm sorry. You're canceled for being a straight Gentile. I really am. My bad, guys. I didn't do it, but I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, God. Yikes. Yikes. So what else is going on? I don't know. What are you watching on TV? Ooh, I'm watching 1883. The fuck is it's that? It's the prequel to Yellowstone. And you don't have to watch Yellowstone to watch this. And I'm going to tell Everyone's you this right now. talking about that. It's Faith Hill uh-huh. and Tim McGraw uh-huh. are the stars of it. And I, I've said this before. Mark my words. If Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are not nominated for every single Emmy. Wow. I will stop the biz. Wow. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are so good in the show. The acting is so on point. I just, you know, I'm Southern. So I really like to see Southerners thrive and really take over this horrific business and I it's it's a great show but if you've ever had a crush do you like do you like Tim McGraw at all no I'm not a big country music gal but I, I respect them for what they've done yeah of course of you know course, they're a power couple they're a power couple so um you know to me they're the Beyonce and Jay-Z of the country world yeah I'm just very here for it it's a hot show you Cur- check it out curious how you as a southerner got so New York Oh, because my mom's from Boston. Okay. So my mom's like packing the can, have it yad. And then my dad was a super Southern guy. So most people think I'm from Chicago. Uh-huh. They're always like, oh, yeah, solid Chicago. <laughs> Born and raised Atlanta. Wow. Yeah. yeah. But I do have a little bit of a New York energy or voice. It's just everything. Like the yeah. confidence and just like, these are my opinions. And like, yeah. I'm sure of them. But like, I could like flip flop. Yeah. Oh, politically, I never know what's happening. <laughs> you know, during the election, people really wanted me to take a stand. I was like, okay, I voted for Joe Biden. But then there were days where I was like, I also don't know what's going on. Have no idea. I think everyone's terrible. Yeah. Everyone always, it's it's true. It's like everyone's bought. Everyone's bought. It's all bullshit. I know. It really is. And I feel bad saying that, but like, I cannot pretend there's one side that's like so fucking better. My favorite shows are Veep and House of Cards. It's all fake. Yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors. Yeah, it really I don't is. think there's anybody actually genuinely trying to do good in this world in a political situation. Is that true, you think? Do you think that anybody in Washington's really trying to help the people? Right, because it's I'm like, just cynical. I'm a, We're comics, though. I think everyone's out I for agree. themselves. If you were trying to do good, why wouldn't you just work at a nonprofit? Like, why would right. you go into politics to do good? Like, you have ego if you go into politics. Exactly. Why can't Jeff Bezos tomorrow just cut a check and help some folks? Right, right. But instead, he's got to go to the fucking moon. Riddle me this, Jeff. I, and I don't even believe how he goes to the moon. I don't either. Like, that's not a moon. Like, I thought if you go to the moon, you, like, get out. And like actually step on the moon with like a fuck. I thought you're an but, astronaut. But we know that didn't happen. And the only reason <laughs> I say that, this is not a conspiracy theory, but somehow I, I ended up, I ended up on um, landing on the moon d- deniers TikTok the other day. Yeah. And it was Buzz Aldrin saying in interviews, he goes, we didn't land on the moon. That was fake. Like literally it's He clipped. said that? Yeah. And I'm watching it going like, I literally turned to Jeff. I go, well, we're watching ATA theory. I go, honey, I don't know if we landed on the moon. He's like, fuck, what now? That was the first conspiracy theory that I bought into in eighth grade. Because mm-hmm. someone showed me the YouTube video and they're like, yeah, what? the flag wouldn't be bouncing like that. Or and something. I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. Because you know what? Kennedy wanted us on the moon so bad. Wasn't it a whole thing with the Russians? He was like, if I put this out, people would feel confident. So what? They probably, he probably did it. We probably didn't land on the moon. No, I don't think we did. I don't even know what time and space is right now. I don't know where we are. Is LA real? Probably not. No, this is a simulation. We're in the Truman Show. We're absolutely in the Truman Show. So that's where I'm at politically. And if I ran (laughs) for office, it would be like, I'm Heather McMahon and nothing fucking is real. You know? (laughs) Vote for me and vote for the simulation. Yes. Yeah. And then my entire like campaign would just be my you know, my campaign manager and everybody should be a bunch of power lesbians. Just wow. being like, let's fucking get it done. Holy shit. I, this is a job interview. Yeah, like. it really is. So actually, what can you bring to the table? 
Did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? That's disgusting. How wasteful is that? And it's not bad enough. Each bottle can be made of more than 90% water. That's a lose-lose situation for the planet. People, it is 2022. Stop wasting water and throwing out more plastic. It can get Blue Land's revolutionary refill cleaning system instead. Single-use plastic is so year 2020, okay? The thing is, it's 2022. That means it's way past time to make cleaning fun, beautiful, and plastic-free. Here's the deal. Uh, Blue Land's idea is simple and beautiful. Buy the bottle once, refill it forever. No more plastic waste. The only thing you need to discard is your outdated idea that eco-friendly products are more expensive and less effective. I got Blue Land. You know, they sent me the product to try it out. I was blown away. It comes in really chic, nice packaging. And then it comes with little tablets. So like my hand soap, I take one of the tablets, I put it in the nice glass bottle. It says hand soap on it. And then I fill it up with water and I have a wonderful, great, eco-friendly, reusable, refillable bottle. And so I'm not just throwing out. It's like, how much hand soap are we using right now? A ton. So why do I keep throwing out these other bottles? I shouldn't. There are such easy steps, y'all, that we can make to reduce our carbon footprint, to use less plastic. I mean, come on. Let's be adults about it. Let's use Blue Land. It's amazing. I really love their products. I have their toilet cleaners, their bathroom cleaner, their multi-surface cleaner. They come in really chic, nice bottles. It also cleans up a bunch of clutter underneath my sink because I don't have 65 different cleaners. I have the one-stop shop and the little tablets, and I just refill my bottles with water. It is amazing. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order when you go to blueland.com slash absolutely. That's 20% off your first order of any Blue Land products at blueland.com slash absolutely. Again, that's blueland.com slash absolutely. Would you ever run for office? Yeah, people didn't expect much from me, for sure. Here's the thing. I was student body president in my high school. Excuse me. Yeah, I like being a leader. I really do. Yeah. But I'm very transparent. And that's the thing. I always said, like, you know, somebody could easily do a light Google and and re-listen to this interview and we'd be fucked. You know what I mean? Right, right. We're not getting any position. Right. But I think nowadays, especially after Trump, you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. I just read that. Remember when Kanye ran for president? Of course you do. That was funded by the GOP. See, this is what I'm saying. Nothing is real. That and wasn't no one a third knows. party thing. It's a lie. I'm so, you know what? I'm very into Kanye. Kind of having to reap what he sowed, though, now that Kim and Pete are together. It brings me joy. It, what what part of it? Just that Kanye has to watch this shit go down. Yeah. I really do. I think he's an asshole. I said it. I do. I do. What do you think? And not that you can need to even have an opinion, but. I don't know. I mean, I th- he keeps telling us. He keeps telling us. I have bipolar disorder and I don't treat it. I have bipolar disorder. I don't treat it. Hi, guys. I have bipolar disorder. I don't treat it. And now we're all like, he's acting crazy. It's like, no, it's like the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. He's like not on medication. He doesn't want to take his medication. Okay, so he's like highly symptomatic and like up and down. That's what is to be expected when you're not medicating yourself and you have bipolar disorder. Yeah. So. So I I just want him to be happy. I really do. Yeah. I'm I'm team Kardashian. Yeah. I know that's I am. I love them. I do, too. I just want to go to lunch with Chris Jenner. But Rob, I want to go to dinner with Chris and Rob and just. Where the fuck is Rob? Wellness check on Rob. But I feel like <laughs> he and I, because his birthday. Don't, don't ask me why I know this. His birthday's on um, St. Patrick's Day uh-huh. and I'm March 15th. I just feel like we could have like a little birthday lunch together and we could just figure some things out. I, I think feel he would him. enjoy you a lot. I do, too. Yeah. Chris and Rob, I think that's the dream team right there. Wow, Rob. He's, you know, he has been out of the limelight for so long. Is there anybody that you've ever encountered in this biz that you're like, like kind of took you, took your breath away? Or is there anybody that you're like dying to meet? I couldn't believe when I I met Katy Perry a few Mm -hmm. years ago, I couldn't believe how gorgeous she was. Stunning. Because she's not someone when I see in the magazine, I'm like, not like blown away. Oh my God, I wish I looked at Katy Perry for whatever reason. She just doesn't hit me like that. Yeah. But when I saw her in person, I couldn't believe how fucking perfect she looked. Yeah. I thought she was stunning. She's got like those doe eyes, like really big eyes. Really beautiful. I had a good experience with Danny DeVito. Oh, who would not have a great experience with Danny DeVito? He was amazing. I was working at The Tonight Show. Yeah. My job was to stalk the uh, dressing rooms. This is when I was a page. He came... He was having the best time in his green room. He was so fucking chill. He was like asking me all these questions. And he was like, do you have a to-go bag? I was like, okay, I give him a bag. He takes all the candy I put out in the dressing room, dumps it in a to-go bag and leaves. I thought it was so cool. 
he could easily go down to a CVS and buy as much, <laughs> as many king size bars as he wanted, but he wanted that. But just like, yeah, take the fucking candy. Like, that's what I would want to do. Take, I love free food. Oh, who doesn't? So that's when they, when all these dressing rooms, it's just free food, free candy, all this shit. Like, yeah, I want to take it. And I love that he's just like, fuck it. Like, I took a fucking limo here. I'm going to take all this candy in a fucking plastic bag I want bag all these like tiny home. baby Ruths and I'm going to just lay in my at four, bed at the Four Seasons. Yep. Post recording the Today Show and, and I, or not the, sorry, the Tonight Show. And I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to chill. I'm just going to have mini Snickers all over my chest. And my hotel luxury linens. I love that. Yes, Danny DeVito I'd fuck with. Yeah. I love that. He was dope. Was there anybody who was just a nightmare where you were like, oh. Dude, I don't know. I was there when Trump and Hillary were running and they were they both came and I had separate experiences with both their teams, which yeah. is kind of interesting. Yeah. Trump, I remember, was like smacking his security guard who's a dude's ass like as a joke. One of those yeah. dudes that grabs a guy's ass as a joke. No yeah. surprise there. But it was kind of funny. I remember I came in with their gift and like they were like wanding people down, but they saw that I was a tiny girl and they're like, we don't have to wand you down. Like they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the vibe. Okay, got it. I don't know about celebrities. I just remember the good ones. I remember seeing Khloe Kardashian. And is she stunning in person? I remember being like, her ass is so big. I couldn't get over it. Yeah. It was the biggest ass I had ever seen. Yeah. I for like a split second one night while trolling Instagram thought, this is it. I like ended up on like a BBL's doctor's like, Instagram for 30 seconds. I would look clownish with the BBL. I'm already a big girl. I don't need it to get bigger. Right. I would just like to remove the fat and then just leave it out. You know right. what I mean? I don't <laughs> right, actually right. want to then put it in a, because I already got a pretty juicy ass. But I mean, that's, do you ever think that, like, are one day they're going to wake up and that's gone out of style? Apparently they took them out this week. Oh, this week? Apparently. Extra, extra. You just heard it here first. Yeah. Wow. People are saying they're taking the BBL out. It's less of a look. Yeah. And they all are getting their butt injections removed. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, can we just, can we get back to a normal size? Like, I, I love an apple bottom jean, but why? I mean, it's also a very dangerous procedure. Like, horrifically dangerous. Yes. Why? What do they do? Because your body essentially can, like, reject the fat because you're sucking the fat out of one part and putting it in your ass. Yeah. But apparently just, like, the anesthesia you have to go under, they say it's a really high-risk surgery. Holy shit. So I'm glad. I'm glad we're, like, everybody's chilling the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, damn. Like, the amount of work they've done, it's, like, I usually like I don't care if people are like, oh, it's an unrealistic thing. Like you do you. Yeah. You could take on. We can't control other people. Right. But it is pretty amazing that like these they're like people can get Kim's face. Yeah. You know, and, like Kim has a face now that people you see people in L.A. They're like, right. They're like, oh, you have Kim's face. Right. Yeah. I want Kim's face. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? kind of do, too. I mean, I got a thick fucking neck. Like I've got a large trap. Oh, that's not your that's your bio on Instagram. Yeah. A thick neck, thin ankles. That's just been my calling card forever. Wow. Right? And the neck is, as I'm aging, getting thicker. And I I don't know. We might spot treat that. But right now, can I tell you? Because yeah. you're in your 20s. Yeah. I'm not trying to be that woman. I hate when women in their 40s are like, wait till you're 40. But when you do get crossed over that 3-0, yeah. you look in the mirror one day and you go, I've just looked like I've been weathered. It oh, will happen. Like what? Like droppage? Droppage, sunken. Like, you know, even though I've got a thicker face, my eyes started to just like go back. Yeah. I know that's a thing that happens to people. It doesn't look like it's happened to you at all, though. Well, I got a lot of makeup on. I'm, I've definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I prepared for this like a porn star. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, you, you'll just notice things. She'll be like, okay, things start to hurt a little bit. Yeah. So just, I take your collagen now. Yeah, I got to take my collagen. I would take a fish oil. Just prepare. You right. know what I mean? My right. goal for this year was to be a, was to be proactive instead of reactive. Well, that's a great goal. Yeah. Responsive instead of reactive is another yeah. thing people say. Do you have anything on the vision board? Like, what are you trying to put out? I believe that you have to ask the universe for you want for what you want. Is there anything this year you're like, this is what I want to do? Um, well, honestly, I'm focusing on my podcast. That's really yeah. that's really what I've been focusing on. Yeah. I'm super fucking inspired. Like I know I keep saying like you're great, but like I'm inspired by female comedians that just like blow it the fuck up. Yeah. Well, I mean, look what fucking Whitney's done. Oh, my God. She's crushing it. Whitney, I'd love to come on your podcast. Yeah, let's get you on Whitney's <laughs> podcast. But you know what I mean? Like, I think nowadays it was like such a, a dude's world. And I think we're all just saying like, fuck it. We want to be able to say what we want to say. And, yeah. And giggle. And um, it's really cool to see chicks fucking running the show now. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a big reactor, though. So just like in like my relationship in life, I usually like big reaction, want to yeah. blow up at you. Yeah. And I don't want to do that anymore. I want to like feel the reaction. Take a pause. Okay. Sacred pause. So yeah, yeah. Respond. Very hard to get to the sacred pause. Can I tell you what is a good mantra to tell yourself? Please. I am not a reactor. Wow. But to the point where at the other end, it kind of fucks me up, mm -hmm. where I wait a little too long to say something. I do not feel that from you. That's so crazy to think. I'm not a hothead. Really not. Yeah. Really not a hothead. Yeah. But I always say, okay, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it. 
Like I'm very strategic in how I pick my battles. Mm. But then when I do lose my shit, you know, everyone in the building's going to die. All hell breaks You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Madison's yeah. got a knife in her neck. Yeah, for sure. Everyone is stabbed at a TJ Maxx, for right. sure. So wait, what's the difference? What moves you to go instead of saying, what's the line for you? When I've had enough, when it kind of builds up, I let people get away with shit for so long and then it's like, no, now you're going to prison. You know what I mean? <laughs> whatever that is. Right. Whether it's friendship, jail or whatever, I finally am like, wow. all right, I'll let you test the waters a couple of times and then I, which in reality, probably the more mature thing is to say, hey, don't do it immediately. Like if you're a quick reactor, right. you know? Well, because if I have built up like negative shit that I yeah. don't clear out, I like hate you. Okay. And I, I, you. I can't move at, like it's okay. Yeah. Like I can't hold on to like, I remember when you did that. I remember when you said that. Yeah. I remember blah, 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 blah. I'm like going to burst. Well, see, that's what happens. I, I bury it so deep down inside that I get ulcerative colitis. You know I what have I mean? ulcerative colitis. I, oh, fuck. How's that going? It sucks. <laughs> Do you have? Uh, it's, it's, and I'm in remission now, but I used wow. to have it. Oh, fuck. I'm I, sorry. I used to have it bad. Like Crohn's? Cancel her. I know. Cancel. I'm sorry to everybody who has GI. I had IBS for a while, so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're but all. I'm surprised you know ulcerative colitis. That's like, that's like kind of like a low-key one. People well, would say Crohn's. That, well, they tested me for it. Oh, yeah. okay. So you're yeah. kind of, you've been in the group. I've been in, I've been in the, I've, I've had a couple colonoscopies and I'm only 35. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, girl, I get one once a year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the difference with ulcers, now I can't even say the it. The difference between ulcerative colitis and Crohn's? Yeah. Is, is what? Do you get polyps? Is that like a spot on my asshole? No, it's like you get little polyps on in, in your intestines. I have patches of inflammation on my intestine that they see in a colonoscopy. But when you have bad ulcerative colitis, you go to the bathroom like 15 times a day. Got it. Oh, Pete Davidson has it. Oh, that's right. And that's why he smokes. Yeah. Now, do you know him from the stand-up world in New York? I've been on a few shows with him and then he got on SNL and yeah. he's just doing his own thing. For, forget. Yeah, forget he's, like, well, he's not texting me back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> well, I just heard that he and Colin Joe spot that. Um, I saw that. They bought a giant, what is it? A um, Ferry, Staten a, Island Ferry. Yeah, Staten Island Ferry and they're going to turn it into a club. Yeah. And like a comedy club. I'm like, yes, absolutely. I want to be on a Staten Island Ferry eating chili dogs, slinging jokes. Yeah, he just has that star quality for whatever reason that this has come up. Like, I don't know if this has been there or we're just like deciding it's there. Right. That like now everything he touches is just like cool, it, fun. It's like that effortless vibe. Yeah. yeah People yeah, yeah. love that. Yeah. I guess. But yeah, the fairy. I don't know. It's a nightclub, stand up, food, floating it, around high. It's like I would like to do, maybe I could buy a Six Flags. You know, I don't have that wow. kind of flex fuck you money yet. Yeah. But maybe that's it. If he and Joe's are doing that, maybe I'd do like a Six Flags. Or, I was thinking we could start with like a minivan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or a minivan. We could also start with a minivan. We have room for five people. Yeah. We have room for five. It's kind of like a cash cab situation. <laughs> right, where, right, right. It's actually an Uber from hell where you don't realize that the driver is actually a stand-up comedian. That's you know a what, fucking nightmare. It's a nightmare. You know what I don't want to do is get into a car with somebody trying to prove their worth to me. <laughs> I just want you to quietly drive me to the airport. Oh, my God. A stand -up. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I hope the people on that ferry aren't just trying to get home. Right, exactly. Yeah, they're like, I just, I really needed to just get over the Tappan Zee Bridge. Yeah. Or underneath the Tappan Zee Bridge. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah, and these like white guys are like, you want to hear what hurt, what happened to my dick yesterday? We're like, yeah. no, no. I just want to no. get home and have mama's meatballs. Yeah, I'm really good, actually. I'm actually great. Thank you. Yeah. Listen, you know, I'm on my health and wellness journey and I'm trying to make better decisions. You know what I love, though? I miss that. Like, when I come off stage at night, I'm starving, okay? And what do I want to have? I want to have a little, I want to have a little sweet treat. I, you know, it's that witching hour, that midnight hour that you want something that's comforting, reminds you of you growing up. You know what I love? A bowl of cereal at night. You know what I mean? And listen, it's nice, though, because I found Catalina Crunch. It tastes great and it has zero sugar keto-friendly, and low-carb. Catalina Crunch cereal is what I have been eating for a while now, and I friggin' love it. It's like I'm a kid again, but I'm also having my little midnight snack, but without all the guilt. It doesn't matter. You're going to have guilt. You don't want to eat shit at night. You don't want to eat junk. But you know what I love? Catalina Crunch cereal has the crunch you crave without the empty carbs. It's absolutely delicious. Most zero sugar food doesn't taste delicious, but Catalina Crunch really nailed this. They have zero sugar, low carb, keto friendly, Plus, it packs a whopping 11 grams of plant-based protein and 9 grams of fiber per serving. Dude, that's incredible. If you're into macros, that's the jam. Taste for yourself why over 10,000 customers rate Catalina Crunch five stars. They've got eight 
crave-worthy flavors to choose from. Okay, remember when you were eating cinnamon toast growing up? Well, now you can have the Catalina Crunch cinnamon toast. It's freaking great. Decadent dark chocolate and creamy chocolate peanut butter. And not which sure which flavor to try first. That's what the variety packs are for. It's gluten-free, grain-free, non-GMO, and only real clean ingredients, nothing artificial. Here's the deal. You can see why Catalina Crunch cereal is the fastest growing cereal brand in America. Go to CatalinaCrunch.com slash absolutely for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. That's CatalinaCrunch.com slash absolutely. Not sure which flavor to start with? Try a variety pack and check out their delicious cookies and snack mixes while you're at it. Again, that's CatalinaCrunch.com slash absolutely for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. Now, what makes you laugh? Because well, as a comedian, I giggle. I am such an easy sell. Wow. I giggle hard. You know how some people in the business are like, just have a real stick up their ass? Uh-huh. I'm like, why even get into the business? Like, I giggle at everything. Yeah. I want to laugh at everything. I want to laugh. I want to play. I yeah. don't like when people take themselves too seriously. Thank you. I don't want to walk on eggshells. Mm-hmm. I want it to be like, we're humans. Why right. are we going to just be like punishing each other? Right. But what makes me laugh? I mean, like, fuck, I don't know, like, life makes me laugh. Yeah. If I could choose to laugh or get upset about it, I'm going to choose to laugh. Right. I would like to choose to laugh. But, like, co- comedians that make me laugh or, like, scenarios, like, yeah. what are we thinking? Anything. Yeah. I mean, like, I enjoy sometimes if I'm having, like, a dark moment, I like to watch, like, cats play the piano on YouTube. Oh, I'll tell you, you know what, what I mean? like. Yeah. I got it. Okay. I love watching. This is my thing that I will search okay. on YouTube. Newscasters fucking up. Yes. Yes. That fucking kills me. So funny. When they curse on air. When they curse you know? on air. Yeah. When they like don't realize it's on them. And yes. they're like, they're like, oh God, I can still smell that whiskey on my breath. Or, yeah. Or they're like, he won't text me back. And they're like, Jenna, we're on yeah. with Jen- Jenna. And she's like, fuck, sorry. And they're like, oh, it seems that Jenna doesn't know we were on. Back to you. My favorite is when there's like a bug, you know, a bug in their hair. And they're like, did you ever see that one? It's this great guy he's like in the middle of like making georgia so i feel his pain yeah but he's just, just you know and and it's 75 degrees here in macon and then he cuts back to the thing and he's like these goddamn fucking bugs and he's losing his shit i mean that's one of the funniest videos on the internet that's amazing yeah i haven't seen that one but i like the I'll send um, it to you. the thank you there's this one old guy in the background of a lot of news videos who just go, yeah. when they're like uh today at downtown uh new york we're sitting here and then this guy just goes fucker in the pussy yeah <laughs> Do you know what that's from, though? I have no idea what that's, that's from. from. How, I think it's a Howard Stern thing. Okay, that makes it. I'm a big Howard Stern yeah. person. Yeah. So Do you like, like Howard? I love Howard. Okay. But I believe the fucker and the pussy is a um, it's a Howard Stern thing. Okay, yeah. I love mm-hmm. the fucker and the pussy. Yeah, they yell that a lot. That, and I yes, I also like when newscasters get pranked. I love. Yeah. They're just, because newscasters are like the opposite of comedians. They have to seem poised and put together. And they're delivering horrific news. And like not trying to have fun with it. Never. So it's, it's hell. I actually think kind of a psychotic job is being a newscaster because the way that they have to pivot. Mm-hmm. I've had this bit about it for a while, but I, I won't go into that. But, you know, they're like, and six children died in a house fire tonight. And back to the fact that we're having a barbecue cookout <laughs> in McCarran Park today at five. We'll see you this weekend. You know, like the, the way they pivot. Yeah. Everyone's died. But then we're having a, you know, a bake sale for the local elementary. The tonal shift. The is tonal wild. shift. The subway has broken down, killing yeah. seven people. Yeah. And next, a lady who won't stop singing happy birthday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Could your cat be trying to talk to you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh it's, my- it's, and then they, they learn that. Could your cat be trying to talk to They you? learn that voice, too. It's like that, a craft. You have to learn how to do that actual that newscaster voice. voice. Uh-huh. Is something I cannot stand. Yeah. Give me a fucking break with that fucking voice. I can understand you when you speak normal. But see, I love it. You I get love a, it? Are, are you kidding me? If I could have like a real professional newscaster. I know what you don't know today. Yes, I, I'm obsessed with it. The girl I like had the biggest crush on in high school became a newscaster. Uh-huh. And so now the only way I like catch up with her, is she posts these clips of herself on Instagram, uh-huh. like reporting on like a lost gerbil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like these are like the breaking <laughs> news stories. <laughs> Was she a nice person in high school? No, she like led me on while she had a boyfriend. It was like total emotional abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she was like my best friend. Oh, got it, got it. Mm -hmm. Were you out in high school? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. No, I was closeted and like, oh man, I can't ever tell anyone this. You were closeted chasing newscasters. (laughs) That's a dark history. (laughs) That's a dark fucking time. That's a dark fucking time. Yeah, So when did you know that you wanted to get into comedy? You were just like, well, you were in school. I was in school. Yeah. I was watching Wanda Sykes. 
Yeah, who I love. I love Wanda I, I worked Sykes. with her before. She's like an angel. One of the nicest people. Amazing. Yeah. And I love, um, you know, Jesse Kirsten? Jessica Kirsten. Oh, Kirsten. Oh, I, I, I'm obsessed with her. I DM her creep, like very creepily. And I think she's a genius. Is she not? She's I knew you would brilliant. love her. I live for her. She, her pranks. Yeah. Her voices. Her stuff that she does with her daughter. I live. Yeah. She's so amazing. She's great. And I used to watch her like man on the street stuff. Yeah. Obsessed with man on the street yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I just think it's hilarious just like fucking with people that they're going about their day. I, like, yeah. I was like a sucker for that when I was like a little kid still. Yeah. And I was like, I want to do that. So I like make my own videos and like I would try and like write jokes and right. go to open mics. I did that whole hell. But it was just like, if you could do comedy, why would you not try and do comedy? Well, for me, like, Impractical Jokers is, like, a dream job. You really? Know what I mean? Yeah, like, but, like, that kind of stuff. Like, well, it's pranks. It's pranks. Yeah. And I think that women, actually, this is a good soft pitch. Okay, yeah. here, Allie and I would like to do this show. Yeah, let's hear Hear me out. Because the guys get away with a lot on Impractical Jokers. Like, stuff like that, immature humor, really makes me giggle. Yeah. But if you're a woman, you are a lot less threatening you can go in and get away with even bigger pranks as a woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? These guys, everybody knows them now, but even like a dude, if a dude comes up to you in the park, I'm like, get the fuck away. Right. But if a woman comes up and doing something insane, I'm like, I got to help this bitch. You know what <laughs> I mean? Right, right, right. I think we need a female prank show. That Why isn't there one? Because everyone hates us. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's true. I'm just we saying. We need a female prank show. Yeah. It could be called, called like menstruating. It's called gotcha bitch. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? And that's it. When we when we pop out of the bush with the camera crew. Gotcha like, bitch. Gotcha bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's, funny. Yeah. I'm really good with branding and like taglines and stuff like that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah you're right. That people would give women like a longer rope. Exactly. To just go crazy. Like people would follow them home. Like yeah. whatever they yeah, yeah, needed. Yeah. But yeah, the, yeah. the risk would be higher. Like they could get killed on the job. Oh, for sure. There could be stalkers. Uh, there could be a murder on camera. Right. But it's worth it. It's worth it. For a good prank. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I know. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be very good. So you want to start writing and and, and acting and, and like, is there anybody's career that you, you really would just be like, this is the kind of career I want to emulate? Schumer. Yeah. yeah. I mean. She does it all. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like that's I feel like that's every stand up stream is to be able to do stand up and then sell a show that like, yeah, this is me with my jokes and all my friends are in my show. Yeah. And now she's a movie star and can do whatever she wants. Yeah. And she still does stand up all the time. Yeah, it must be nice. What is your like dream? Yeah. I mean, that's very similar. I'm, I'm Joan Rivers was my end all be all. Oh, my I God. Mean, is she not the best? The best. And like one of the nicest people. She was very encouraging to me early on in my career and. And I just adore her, but um, rest in peace. Wait, that's amazing. Yeah. She's like, I remember when she died, like it was yesterday. Oh, I was actually working at Soul Cycle in West Hollywood and I was working a shift and she died. And I, like, I thought my own family had been murdered. Yeah. And they walked in, they were like, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. And I was like, what, what? Because I didn't know what was going on. And they yeah. had my phone on me. And my buddy Ray showed up at work and he was like, I just want you to know, um, Joan's dead. And I was like, what? And I only met her like twice. Yeah. But like she, everybody who knew me was like, that's, that was, that was the end all be all for me. She was everything. Everything. Even the red carpet commentary. Yeah. It was Savage. so iconic. So iconic. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah, and she was just one of those comedians who really didn't give a fuck. And yeah. I so respect that. And she was such a, you know, she paved the way for a lot of women and what Bold. we're doing. Bold. Yeah, I fucking love her. But yeah, I want to write I want to write my own shit. I think when you're a writer, like you're a comedian, at yeah. the end of the day, we write our own shit, right? Yeah. So of course you want to write your own opportunities. And, and you'll probably see this, Okay. But that's what's been a real clusterfuck for me. I'm doing this tour right now. I'm writing my own jokes. I have a 90 minute, minute fucking show. It's like a one woman operation. And then to go into meetings with like Hollywood execs and then wait for them to give you approval or then to tell you no when every night you go up on stage and you you get it for yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Of course. And they're not artists. No. Really. They're yeah. executives or suits with an opinion. And then every idea you ever have that goes through that process gets so butchered. And you're like, I know tonight I could go on stage, try this out and hear a yes or a no immediately. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And it gets to a place where you just want to cut those people out altogether and just whatever you can to just create it and put it out. And that's the beauty yeah. of what are we doing? Podcasting. Yeah. Of just I have fucking say. I know what my audience likes. This is funny. I get the reaction. Yeah. But yeah, of course you want stuff on TV. Do you want to are you doing a show about your life or something? I am. Yeah. I mean, you know, now we're dealing with the networks and all that shit. And yeah. The, the red tape and we'll, we'll figure out what's going to happen with that. But yeah, I mean, it's just like. It's like, right, what you know. I know that if I go up on stage and I tell my stories, I know what, I know that I have control of that. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, why do you do stand-up? I'm like, I do it because that's how I have to story tell. Yeah. You know? Of course. I, like, I wanted to tell a story bigger than what my stand-up was, like, kind of allowing. So I wrote yeah. this one-woman show. Yeah. A play. I'm going to put it on. Fuck yeah. It's called Allie, Allie, Allie. Great. It's about, the, my, the first two girls I ever dated were both named Allie. 
Oh. Um, on the third alley. There you go. But it's like a format for storytelling. And mm-hmm. the reason I went to a play was like, okay, I do stand up. I could fucking put on a show. Yeah. No one get, gets control over this. Right. And then I think about someone like Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah. And her story with Fleabag, putting on Fleabag, Fleabag in Edinburgh, yeah. BBC picking it up. Now look at her. Yeah. It's like everything you can control, doing everything you can up until the point where you're like, I've done everything in my in my arsenal. Are you going to take it to the Edinburgh Festival? I might. I mean, yeah. we'll see what happens, but I definitely would love to run it in New York and LA. Yeah. So where are you now? Are you like in production stage or what are you doing? No, earlier. I mean, yeah. I'm like attaching people. Oh, great. Attaching love it. Attaching people. Yeah. Right. But it's like scary for me. I've not done like yeah. a serious acting, just me on the stage. Other than stand-up, which is not that exactly. Yeah. Go for it, though. Yeah. I think it's going to fucking crush. That's amazing. Thank you. And so what is your, like, brand of stand-up? Like, mine is very much so Carol Burnett, one-woman show. Mm. Like, I kind of have the timing of, like, Joan, but I'm a storyteller. But, like, I don't have openers. Mm-hmm. It is a 90 minutes to two hours of fucking me. Wow. So I'm in wigs. That's long. It's a long show. I'm doing a lot. You I'm do actually, characters on your stand-up? I do. T- yeah. I, I, open, I open for myself as a character. Which is also in a kind of a manic and That's unhinged hilarious. thing to do. Yeah. So people, when they come in late to the show, they're literally like, oh my God, I didn't realize she's open. <laughs> they think I have an opener, but it's me. Oh my yeah. God. But that's it. Like, I, I kind of felt the same way. I was like, I have to control the narrative of this. Like, yeah. I want people to come to the tour and be like, wow, I get it now. Like, yeah. it's a full fucking production. I have been leaning into, like, I love Don Rickles. Oh, loved who was best friends with Joan. I mean, so yeah. I've been leaning into my crowd work. I love it. Yeah. And I just kind of annihilate people. Great. And that's what has like helped like my TikTok is all just me just like annihilating people. People, people are obsessed with that. Yeah. Just crowd work. Yeah. Just like, I love Todd Berry. I love Todd Berry. He's so good. Well, he does a ton of improvised stand-up, right? Yeah. Because didn't he do a whole tour with improvised yeah, stand-up? Yeah, all crowd work. I mean, I like that, but I, I love roasting. Like, yeah. I just, I love it. I just think it's fucking honest. And yeah. just like, let's just call it what it is. Yeah, and then you go back and we think, like, you look at roasts of, like, well, God rest in peace, Bob Saget. But then yeah. you look at, like, the some of the roasts are, like, that's what really brings me joy. I think cancel cultures, we're moving away from that. Like, if you're an asshole, you're a fucking asshole and you need to go. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. But it's like, I don't ever want us to get to a place, especially as like artists, creators, whatever, as cheesy as it sounds, but comedians that we can't keep poke, like poking the piss out of each other. Right? I, I, I totally agree. The amount of people when you post a clip online. Yeah. That want to cancel you. Yeah. For regard, you could say anything. Can't say that word. Can't say this. It's like. Yeah. We're the only people that should be allowed to just like, I mean, we're not the only people. We're people that, come on, don't come for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, are you kidding me? You want to take the air out of comedy? Why? I think we're eventually going to get to a point. Like, if we can't keep, I don't know. But also, if you don't like something, just don't watch it. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, you don't have to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this thing. There was like a TED Talk about how we've, and I'm going to butcher what they're trying to say, but how we've, we've now jumped off a humor cliff. Like we used to live life. We used to seek things in life that would make us laugh and yeah. would bring us joy and humor. And we become so, like, so trying to politicize everything and go so the other way, you know, the pendulum swings either really, and it's not like politically, but it'll go so far the other way where it's like now where everything's completely fucking filtered. Yeah. And I, I, as an artist, I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. No. And usually the not. joke's on me. Like I love crowd work. I love, when I open for myself, I go out there and I like do a lot of crowd work and chit chat, but I'm doing it as a character so I can get away with different things. Yeah. But then when it's me, the joke's on me the right. whole time. Right. You know? So, but why do you think people are offended by everything? Like, what is that? I'm offended. Uh, yeah. What is that? I'm offended. I, I really don't know. I think they're offended because they don't, I, I don't, I don't know actually. Do you get offended by anything? No. Do you know how many times in fucking Hollywood I have auditioned for things? I have shown up to like a third or fourth callback and the breakdown is morbidly obese, but beautiful. Uh, Heavy set woman with a fucking attitude. You know, do you know how many times I've been stereotyped in this business for shit? And I'm like, no, okay. I'm a size 14. Let's roll. You know what I mean? Like, No, I don't get offended. Yeah. Like, do do people expect people tiptoeing around? People want everyone's perception of them to completely align with what they're comfortable with. It's like, that's not realistic. That's not realistic. And what makes us different makes us great. Right. But I also like that we can fucking laugh about it. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone's too fucking serious. Oh, we're over here trying to like solve the world's issues. And I, I don't think it's that deep. Yeah, I know. I don't think it's we just, that deep. But that's why we do comedy. So, Allie, where can everybody find you? Allie Colbert on everything. A-L-I Colbert with a K. Instagram, TikTok, the podcast, also on Doom Media, The Allie Colbert Show. I love it. I'm everywhere. And do you find I'm trying to dabble, get my feet wet in um, the TikTok, but I find that TikTok's pretty savage. Like, I understand how Instagram works. I'm yeah. old. 
like IG-er. But I don't know. I'm I'm nervous about TikTok. Uh, oh my god! I just cracked TikTok. I would love to like operate. Can you please? Yours. Can you please walk me through it? One hundred percent. I like know exactly what to do now. Because I'm pulling stuff for my tour, and I'm gonna edit that. And like, I that, got you. Oh, you I got could me? TikTok manage you. Fuck yeah! I'm dead ass serious. I a hundred percent can. Whatever you want monetarily, like I will give it to you because I need the help. I'm down. And to I need do somebody it. who's got a sense of humor because I don't know how to take what I've done on Instagram and then refurbish I it. I got you. Okay, great. hundred percent. Fuck yeah. Look at us. And then we'll start our prank show called Gotcha Bitch. Gotcha Bitch. <laughs> so everybody can find you at Allie Colbert. Yep. Colbert, Colbert. Colbert. Everyone calls me Colbert. I like Colbert. I'm not going to correct Colbert. Like it's but so it's nice. But it's Colbert with a K, but I think Colbert sounds a little, like you could be adjacent. Yeah, exactly. You, know I mean? you could be related to go. Okay, I'm Allie Colbert now. Do you know no one knows how to pronounce McMahon? McMahon? No one. That's not hard to pronounce. But when they see it, phonetically, they what cannot What do they say? McMahon? McMahon, McCannanan. They mm-hmm. do not know. McMahon. Yeah, yeah. Colbert. <laughs> yeah, Colbert. Is it Polish? French. French. So then it should be Colbert. Colbert. So you're Elisine just- Elisine Colbert. So then why aren't we going Colbert? We're going Colbert now. Okay, I think you should. I'm just saying, I think it'd help you out. Got it. Auditions, at least get a foot in the door, and then they they wouldn't even recognize they didn't spell You're the same so way. right. You're so right. This is going to get me ahead. Listen, I hate when people try and, like, don't break the mold. Like, you got to play the game a little bit. Yeah, totally. But then also, like, you know what I mean? And then you get in, you're like, no, absolutely not related. <laughs> yeah. I'm not related. I'm a lesbian from Connecticut. <laughs> not related. You guys know where to find her. And also, it's nice to have another fellow comedian on Dear Media, and let's keep crushing it. Yes, absolutely. Thank I wish you, you nothing but me. the best and all the success. And let's start our prank show together. Done. Thank all right. You. I'll see you guys on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Arrivederci. Ciao, bellas. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.